I knew last night I requested specifically that Chris be here this morning because I, I, I didn't know what the Lord was going to say and I still don't know for sure what the Lord's going to say. But I do know a few phrases. So we'll just wait and see. One of the things that I want to say to you is you spoke it yourself. It is an Aaron-type ministry. And uh, I want to say you're not in training to be a senior pastor because God has called you to be a support man. That's what you're there for. And But I see a heart of Jonathan. And upon you, my son, I have put the spirit of disrobing and disenfranchising yourself in order that others may be seen. You will look drab, but I call you my servant. <laughs> I call you my servant. You are a bond slave, a bond servant unto me, and I shall not allow you to be enslaved to any other. And know this, that the newness of the house of David is your portion. And you shall not be like Jonathan who died in the house of Saul, because you will fulfill that that I have called you to do, says the Lord. Tonight, this is refreshing. <laughs> I actually, you know, it smells good. If I'll use that physical language, it's, it smells good. There are, there are those who are listening because they knew they were missing. The picture God showed me is that they are missing without cell phones. They have no way to contact anybody. And so in many cases when you show up, they will know God sent you. There was no way to contact anybody. Didn't know who to contact to even ask for help. But your very presence will say to them, God has heard my cry. And so this night, in the name of Jesus, would you join me? Would you anoint them with oil, brother? Praise the name of Jesus. Afresh and anew, we anoint you with oil. When I laid my hands upon you, I saw a strange picture. I'd never seen this before, but I saw stripes on your back and on your neck and on your head where you've taken many beatings. Sometimes it makes you a little intense because You'd think at times people have seen the beatings that you've really gone through, but no, it's, it's not obvious until the Holy Spirit lifts and causes the eye to see.
so we pour the oil of God upon those bleeding places. For though you have emerged with great strength, there are still many places of bleeding and you are leading while you're bleeding. Thank you, Jesus. What the devil meant for evil, Carol, the word of the Lord to you tonight is that God is not going to turn it for good. He's already turned it for good. allowed you to be in the atmosphere of death to free you from the fear of it to show you that he is the one who is the master over death and from this day forward there shall be a new strength in you for the Lord says I will give you utterance and I am freeing you from the image that you've had of yourself your value, how you speak, not just what you speak, for you're very, very intelligent. There's a brilliance in you and a great, tremendous grace, but you have not yet been able to release from that dimension. And God says from this night forward, as Paul told the church at Corinth, all utterance, you're gifted with utterance. And in the utterance, there will not only be exhortation and teaching and instruction, but the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom. Gifts of healing shall flow through the operation of the Spirit. Do not be afraid. For even in the quiet place and in the private place, I have begun to rebuild your very psyche. I, I have begun to rebuild your your demeanor on the inside for you have been whipped and whipped and whipped and though you thought you were okay you have discovered God here are places where I need you and God says yes I've met you in that place and I'm going to build you and you will be able to look at those who are operating in a spirit that is not of God and no longer will it clamp your mouth no longer will it shut down your spirit. No longer will it cause you to be in consternation. For you shall find a boldness and a security in the Lord your God. And you will flow in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Would you pray for her right now in the name of Jesus? There are some people who do not realize Jesus said, to his disciples once they were speaking from a certain place he said you don't know what spirit you're of you can see it but they don't and sometimes it's even the Lord's disciples that are operating in a spirit that's really hellish and evil but it shall not strangle you any longer tonight in the name of Jesus we declare your liberty we declare your freedom we reach we declare your healing and your restoration for the glory of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Sing, daughter. Prophesy, daughter. 
Declare the word of the Lord, daughter. For I have called you. Thank you, Father God. The Lord said, don't worry about your children, your sons. You see some things that really need to be adjusted and corrected. God says, I've got them. I've got them. I've got them. I've got them. And they shall come into a realization of their purpose, of the will of the Lord for their lives. No longer shall you even attempt to explain in your spirit your worth and your value or your purpose. For I go before you. <laughs> and as you simply do what I tell you to do, I will speak. Even as I spoke concerning my son, when he came up out of the waters of Jordan, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Father, we thank you now and we can recommission your servants, your son and your daughter, for your divine will, for the miraculous hand of God shall rest upon you and the seriousness with which you see I shall grant you greater wisdom to navigate not only these days but these waters for my hand doth rest upon you do not refuse a strange thing is going to seem to be happening as you are obeying God. God's going to begin to add to the house. But he's got you in the right place now. To receive the additions. Thank you, Jesus. We bless them in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your divine favor. Rest upon your servants. Jesus, be glorified in their lives, we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Look here at me for a moment. There may be two or three that really, really struggle with you. But I can guarantee you it's just a few. The rest of us see you. We get you. We get you. And we're here. Karabaru Shalamakosata. Lay your hands, sir. Before you stood up, you redefined a word for me. But Lord, I had, it, had to write it down. EMT. And I said evangelistic missionary teams. But the word came, urban life coach. And he said you were ready, responders, to rescue. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. And the Lord said, you responded to the man that said, come over here and help us. Yeah. You're very sensitive to the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so, Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. 
Even tonight, that which was declared, the wounds that they've received, you brought them here to be healed. They've been laboring, regarding, just disregarding their own selves. But today, thank you for pouring in the oil and the wine. Hallelujah. For you two are being relaunched. Hallelujah. Afresh and anew. Father, we give you praise for committed and faithful laborers. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Wow. There it is, everybody. Uh, I find it quite appropriate that it's just us here uh, sharing in this moment so that you could see this really has been God all along. Uh, now you can also see why we've always struggled with the word of God saying you're not in training to be a senior pastor. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, not that we would never be senior pastors, but our training wasn't for that. And so that's why I can feel, Carol, I can feel very free with God saying, I'm sending you out yeah, life coaching, ambassadorship, marriage and family that's what the training was for all along and that's also explains why all this time when we kept trying to do it the church way it wasn't working because like that ain't what i was training you for <laughs> and so isn't it wonderful to find out what you've been a part of all the time you and god wasn't getting ready ready for no church <laughs> quite effective uh, I remember the times when the especially the one guy who was just working there and he'd come in and stand in, in in the back of the room and just listen and so those are the kind of things that kind of, when you look back now you go our message our word has never been for the churchy thing it's never been that and so now in this season well like we're we gonna go for it um, so all this rebranding and everything I, I see I'm just trying to follow God and, uh, and I know that there will be people who will be able to uh, come and feel free to come because it won't be a church. We will we will be the church. And that's the difference. We are the church. We ain't got nothing to do with the name on of the organization or building or whatever God does and gives us in the future. We just understand that we're the church. And this season that he's given us now, is we're going to be preparing for these people that are coming. And so we're just trusting God. Um, wow. Uh, last night we picked up Johnny from school, uh, his final day. And as his friends helped him bring out all of his stuff out of the apartment and loaded up the car. And then they um, all stood out there and tears everywhere, everybody crying. And they were Latino and Pakistani and white and black, and like all crying um, because of the way God has impacted their lives through him. Our son 
truly represents what this ministry is about. And I want him to share you with you the story behind that moment that is now forever branded in my head of of seeing that. Come on, John. John Green. <laughs> well, as I sit here and try not to cry myself. <laughs> well, as you guys know, I'm not really even the typical pastor's kid in any way. But... Um, We'll start at the beginning of the week. Um, because after the portfolio show last week, pretty much my week was over. Um, but coming up on, um, it, they wanted to have a going away party for me. So we did, they bought alcohol and I was just like, I'm just gonna sit here and watch all y'all look stupid. Um, but after pretty much everybody sobered up, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Um, but they decided to have words for me and my um, a fellow classmate. Her name was Heather. Um, so they went around and they all talked, and it was because me being a workaholic like my dad. <laughs> um, I never noticed like all the things that they like they said like all of them all of them have um my roommate PJ me and him had like a ton of talks just it all I don't even remember how it even started we were just sitting in the room and everybody had left and he was just like John can I talk to you about something I was just like what I'm I was about to go to sleep <laughs> um, and he was just like, John, I'm afraid to die. And I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> really? I was just like, so we're going to have this conversation right now. <laughs> and I really did. I just took that as, took it as the opportunity, but I didn't throw, like, the the thought came to my mind immediately do not throw god in his face don't do that um so i i was just like okay why why are you afraid to die and he was just like i don't know where i will go afterwards and i was just like okay <laughs> and he ended up talking about how he did go to church as a kid or he He's always had like spiritual things go on around him and stuff like that because he does have pretty much he has a demon that follows him I felt it in the room I felt it before in the house but every time I'm I enter the room which is why he wanted to be my roommate but he was just like anytime you're around it doesn't like to come into the room and I was just like good <laughs> but um he, we we talked often, and I've always asked him. I've always put the question out there. It's just like, well, have you asked the Lord to come into your life? And like he's he's always kind of went around that answer, but um, but he was just like I, he's always like prayed. He's always prayed to God. He's just like I know he's the one one true God, but I was just like you have. To to 
formally say, God, come into my life and stuff like that. Like, seriously dedicate your your life to him. Um, so I always put that out there to him. But, um, uh, one of the one of the things at the party that my friend, his name is Ben, hasn't gone to church a day in his life, didn't know I was a pastor's kid. He, it got to him with tears in his eyes. He said, John, you are like Jesus. Balling, and he said that. And further on, like people, they was just like John. You never, and still did not know it. Like they knew that night. They was just like John. We know my friend, um, my friend um, Jarrell. He was just like John. We know, we know who we know who your parents are and things like that. Like he went and searched. You found, you found John. <laughs> That's what some of these kids must be doing. <laughs> and he's just like, John, we know who you are. And you've never thrown anything in our face like that. You just you just did it. Um, and it was all around that night. Yeah, I had tissues <laughs> all at my feet. <laughs> But it was constantly every everything, and so of course I was just like, "Y'all gonna make me cry?" I went around and tore everybody up. <laughs> but it's I like I've always like, especially like going to school, going to an art school, dealing with people who like they are different. They're always they're they are already the ones that are set apart. And so, and especially like no one gets a lot of them because they're very. But yeah, and the whole like emphasis on family that that was a serious. It, it's always there was always something. Every friend that I had that was out there. They they all have seriously serious things that are going on in their families, and like they and they feel like they can't talk to their, their and some of them like they've tried they they seriously tried and they they couldn't get across and so I one of them said they said it and I apparently said it in passing because I don't even remember me saying it back when we all first like started hanging out with each other I was just like guys we are a family and I was just like and they was just like John you said I was just like I remember that <laughs> but um but that's it I didn't know because a lot of the things like we've had plenty of conversations and like I watch mom and dad on on my Sunday and I, I just sit there with my laptop like but it was there was always conversations before that Sunday and I would have already done what you were talking about.
Yeah, I'm still trying to keep myself from being messed up because I I already told them and dad actually ended up telling me uh, something this morning. Um, But before I left, one of the last things I said, I was just like, I finally found my art directors. All of them. I found you guys. And I told them, I don't care how long it takes. And I was just like, and I know it's not going to take long. But... I, I finally found my art directors and I just continue to do what you do. But what mom and dad have been doing, talking about, it works. Whether it's blood or not, family is family. Yeah. And yeah that mm, they they and they get it they get it and they want that and they want to keep that I've from where oh yeah and they're um, from the things that they've watched me do and just especially just with my work ethic just going in there doing things a lot of them some of them would slack on a lot of things and I've watched them just by watching me just like lifestyle changes just one one particular friend would literally go from one girl to the next and I'd, I was just like because he would always like ask me he was just like John why don't you date anybody I was just like first of all there's probably not someone who is <laughs> on my level I'll just say that um, but I was just like because that's that's not a prior like I told him I was just like that's not a priority for me right now I'm more focused on what I'm paying to go here for <laughs> and it wasn't even three it was like three or four months later he is like completely stopped like I won't say completely stopped but he was just like he stopped going from one girl to the next um he last year started dating a girl he dated this one girl for a year now this is just mind-blowing all in itself based off of who he is but he was just like John because I've always talked about like I've always talked about relationships and everything and uh, just based off of what I've uh, heard from mom and dad and what I've watched and they've seen my parents and the way they interact and the way they interact with me so uh, so I remember him t- uh, during that night he told me he was just like John whether you have the certificate or not you are kind of a like you are kind of a counselor as well as even though you can't like you came to this yeah came to the school for for um an animation degree or media arts and animation degree he was just like john you are definitely a counselor as well i was just like i just talked he was just like that's all i needed i just needed someone to talk to me um 
it it's been just a ride it's it's been a ride just to watch and see because I remember one of the first things I asked God when one of the first nights I was at school I was just like God I just want to be or like I just want to be and I just want to do what Jesus did if I'm going to be here and if I'm going to minister to somebody that's all I want to sit down and just talk I had church every week at that house without opening my Bible. I quoted from the Bible, but I never said the passage or or anything like that. I just said the verse or said the meaning behind the verse. And I feel like that's what it'll be because they won't take it if you say the verse. They just say the meaning behind it or you can I don't want to say requote it but it's just like just yeah paraphrase it that's the word and and they'll get it they'll get it say it and which is kind of what I understand about when they reprinted the bible a, a bunch of times it's just so people would get it this is a different time. You gotta, you gotta re-say it now, or say it the way so people would get it now. Yeah, I'm gonna stop talking. Man, thank you, son, for sharing that. Um, is extremely encouraging uh, to know. Um, that not only did you pick it up and you're doing, you've been doing it, but the way God has told us to talk and to reach people today, that it really does work. This, this is going to be the way. And, um, so it's not a coincidence that here we are celebrating 11 years today. It's at the same time that you're graduating at the same time we see the fruit of your life and really that's just the beginning. And so, um, and we just want to be ready uh, for the more. There is more. There's going to be more people. That's why I wanted to play that prophetic word. There's going to be more people that are going to uh, physically maybe come to this building or whatever facility that we're in. But for us, the emphasis still isn't on the meeting here. It's it's the so that we're ready like you had to be to meet people wherever they are so that they want to talk about death at two o'clock in the morning, then, <laughs> then we can actually talk and you stay up and talk. And, and um, so we're really very proud of you and we're actually, and we're also very thankful to the Lord for where we are. Uh, uh, it's just a few people physically present in the room for those of us that watch this uh, online but God is showing us that there's scores and hundreds of people that go beyond this room that we've been reaching for a long, yeah. long time. Yeah. We found out some of the people this past. Oh. Yeah, you got to use the mic. We found out more of the people this past weekend who have been watching us online. Yeah. So we're, we're just trying to stay faithful. Yeah. I want to encourage you guys. It's happening. It, is. it really is happening. 
Who watches? Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. His financial aid advisor fall has been following this ministry from the beginning, from the time that we met her. She told him that she found out his parents was was pastor. Like, how'd you know that? Because I found them online. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the more he tried to hide the fact that his parents was pastors, well, didn't I didn't try to hide it, it, but he just didn't bring it up. Yeah. He didn't throw it in their faces. But the more he did that, then the more people found out anyway. Yeah. So. People investigate because they once when a person impacts your life, they want to know more about you. Yeah. Find out about your family. Yeah, so right now you can go out and Google Chris and Carol Green and all kinds of videos and web stuff and everything's going to show up. It just pops up. But for us, it's not about us. It's always been about what God wants to do. I love those words that came, anything in particular concerning the prophetic words that Bishop was praying over us or the or the 1990 word uh, uh, that not in training to be a senior pastor, any of those things. Just want to give you a chance to share whatever comes into your brain <laughs> and pops into your head concerning this prophetic direction that God has given us. No, nothing specific. Maybe as you talk, something will pop up. Oh, wow. That's just how it works. Yeah, that's it? just how it works. <laughs> but I do want to ask you guys, because uh, you know, it's probably the first time you've heard that not in training to be a senior pastor. How does that impact you hearing that? You can pass the mic. So we can hear your responses. Duh. <laughs> wow. I mean, just growing up in the house with you guys, it's just like you even though like my like you guys, my parents are my past my like are my pastors, but it's just like you never even growing up all the way back in St. Louis, like you never even seem like typical pastors in general already but it's just like you never look seem like pastors to me especially like all the other stuff that we definitely seen it's just yeah. like but you never seemed like you were pastors to me at that point yeah, yeah. anybody else go ahead take the mic you know you got a comment you're not su <laughs> surprised to hear that clarify some things for you what comes to mind when you hear that? Not in training to be a senior pastor since 1990. Surprising to hear that? No. <laughs> no. Because being with you from the beginning, I, I'm a, I go along with the flow. You know, I knew that who you were and the Lord, you know, uh, I know that God, you were God's anointed. Guess I wouldn't have been with you in the beginning, you know. But, and my beginning with you was deliverance and healing. So, it was just the beginning for me, so. And that's what your ministry is all about, you know, uh, getting back to the root. I was dealt with from the root. 
and that was really a experience when, when you get to the root there is such a it's tearing you know I just couldn't stop crying and and it just got louder and louder you know what I mean <laughs> you know so I was and got and that let me know that I was in the right place with the right people and when I know that you got me you know <laughs> I, I, you know I, I'm there for the whole for the long haul you know what I mean you uh through the good times and the bad times, you know, and, and I'm just grateful. And I, I, I just always feel that I have a double, I have a double blessing because not only are you our pastors, Carol's my daughter, you're my son-in-law, you know, so. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just rejoicing and, and what, God is doing, and it's and it's just good to see uh, how God takes care of His people when they do what He wants them to do, you know. And and I'm here to grow, you know, to grow. I I'm not here to be mom, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I I'm just like everybody else. I I have needs, you know. And, that I want to be in the Lord, you know what I mean? And I'm here to be a blessing. I'm here to be blessed and to be a blessing. So I just, I just, I'm just happy today. I'm just happy. <laughs> Yay. You took me back in time. I went back in, like in Star Trek. I went to time warp. <laughs> and it took me back to um, how we first met. I mean, it just took me back. I could just go back into the series of events. I remember looking on the computer, Fireproof of Life Ministry. And I remember saying to myself, oh, one of these days I'm going to visit that church. And then not going. Then it's out of clear blue sky. I'm like, Jessica, get dressed. We're going to go visit that church. And I think Javon was working, and God didn't know where Mike was. But, uh, and I remember, again, having that same conversation. We go in there, and, at, you know, we get treated poorly. We're walking out. <laughs> and we're never going back. Because I was at the point where I was so desperate. I was like, I, I just knew. It's kind of like what that pastor was saying in that prophetic word. It was like I knew, you know, we were in an emergency state in every area of our lives physically emotionally you know psychologically and i'm like i can't play i mean i i'm in dire need i mean this death is hitting my house i have to find help and um i remember bringing jessica and i never forget when i walked in there i saw john no david no chris was in the back david you were up on a computer David, I think David and Johnny were somewhere like around somewhere. I can't remember. I think David was up front with you. You read a book. 
Yeah, because I remember I walked in, I was like, the lady at the desk was really pleasant. She was nice. And she said, yeah, they're actually right around the corner. I said, okay, just go, here we go. I walked in, and I never forget, you looked up, you said, hi, and the boys kind of looked up, were like, hi, and I'm like, hi, how you doing? And, um, and then, of course, what impacted me most, because we sat down, you're like, oh, have a seat, we're gonna get ready to get started, and and then, you know, you know Pastor Carol came in with mom, and I'd never forget that. Yeah, I mean, you can tell when people are genuine. And when y'all walked in, I was like, man, I didn't feel that that thing that I normally would feel when another woman would walk into a room. You know, the warmth and the love and the um, just the genuine, hi, I'm really happy to see you. I mean, that in itself was enough. You know, just... Just to have the warmth and just to have feel that these people are sincere. It was a sincere greeting, sincere hi. I'm happy to see you. Glad you came. And it was all sincere. And then, of course, when I heard y'all sing, then I sealed it. That sealed it. And I was like, okay, we, I'm, we, I'm coming. This is where we're going to be. We're going to be here. And, um, of course, and you know, everything that happened from that point. But when I saw Javon get in my car and come over to your house, that was another life-changing epic moment because Javon was shutting down, Jessica was shutting down, um, and I didn't know what to do. And you guys have always been, it's like Johnny said, you've been different. You guys weren't churchy, you weren't trying to, you weren't, you know, trying to manipulate or trying to coax us into doing anything. It was just the love of God. It was just the love of God. That's what, that's what drew, and I knew that's what drew, especially Javon, because Javon just was, like I said, shutting down in a different way. And, um... And when I saw him reaching out to the boys, then I saw Jessica getting in there. I'm thinking, oh, oh, I felt like, you know, there was hope again. You know, there was hope for my family. And um, journeying through time all the way up to now, it's been so many different things that have happened. I am just so grateful. Um, I'm just grateful to have met you. I'm grateful that God allowed me to come across your paths and vice versa for, you know, my, my kids, um, because I really don't know where I'd be right now. I probably would never met Rich. I don't really know what would have happened to me. I have no idea. I just don't know. Um, I'm just very grateful. I'm grateful for your patience. You know, um, and even for, you know, discipline and correction, you know, I'm, I appreciate all, all of it because I know the place that it's coming out of. It's coming out of a, a, a pure heart of caring, of love, uh, wanting only the best, never trying to intentionally hurt anyone ever. That's why I've been so 
uh, over the years, I used to get so frustrated when uh, people would leave because I, I just couldn't understand it. I'm thinking, I, 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 I could never understand. And I remember what the bishop was saying, like, we get you, we get you. He said how some people wouldn't get you. I don't understand those people that don't get you because there's so many hypocrites and everything else out there and, there's, and they have flocks of people and droves fall on them. But when the real comes, they turn away. Can't explain it. Don't try or even care to even figure it out. I just am grateful that I'm like, Lord, through this journey and this life that you give me for however long I have to be on this earth, I'm grateful that he has honored me and my family to have known you. you guys know you guys know you know everything and how hard it's been and I just and I tell you guys thank you all the time but you have no idea what those words mean that's why I pray all the time because I and I I say to God, I'm like, God, you know, I know you have a plan and a purpose, but these are the real deal. I see all these other people getting stuff and all these other churches and pastors. I'm like, Lord, don't forget them, please. Please just don't forget them. And I know he has a purpose and a plan, you know, for your lives. But it's like I, that's my continual prayer that God will not let you guys leave this earth without truly saying the things that he's shown you some of it coming into reality whatever whatever way he wants to do it i know some things are generational through johnny and the boys and stuff i understand that now you know but you know my prayer is that god will bless you more abundantly each and every day that you guys will not want for anything all the days of your lives But I need to say to you, Rich, though, at least uh, I'm very thankful that you you were one of the ones that you got us. It was so rare from our perspective because we've been on this journey for such a long time in Harrisburg. And so when you came the first time and you got us right away, it was one of those moments where it's like, it helped us, it like, helped us like, like, yeah, like, like, are we crazy or something? There's... And so you got us right away. And, but it also told us that the people that get us will be the same type of people who you don't have an agenda. You don't, it's, it's the people who they're not coming here to try to manipulate us. They're not coming here to try to get something from us. And so I realized that's the kind of people that gets us. But if you've got an agenda or you just came coming to get something from us or you think you're coming to change this ministry or coming to correct us and all the other ways that people have come at us then you're not they're not gonna get us you're not 
They're not. And so you came and it was like, you didn't have no agenda. You didn't have nothing. You didn't have no expectation of like, or picture of what a pastor was supposed to be and all that stuff. You just, they're just man to man. I get this guy. And so I appreciate that. I just want you to know. I appreciate that. I've never had, you never given me the feeling that I had to perform. I had to be something to, to command your respect. I could be myself. And so I thank you for that, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Means a lot. Especially since you don't know, we've been praying. We're like, God, send some men. But real men. Men, yeah. And I mean, we mean real men, you know. And so God sent the real man. Uh, my son, my sons can tell you. Been like, can we have some other man in the place besides just us? <laughs> God's got us covered. Well, that's all we have for today. I'm gonna cut off just like Johnny did. I'm done. We're done. <laughs> Happy anniversary for church anniversary, or ministry anniversary, or whatever it is that we are. I don't even know how to phrase it and come or describe it anymore. Ministry. Life's coaching center, you know, ready responders to rescue. There you go. Uh, what was the other <laughs> phrase he used? <laughs> uh, evangelistic ministry team. Well, I thought he, but I like that, that how God gave him that phrase, ready responders to rescue. Mm-hmm.